Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. This is episode seven, Not Drinking is Easy When You Don't Want To. Hello, hello, hello. How are you, beautiful people? We are still in February. It's Valentine's Day week, and you know, when I was younger, (laughs) I probably didn't get too excited about Valentine's, but... As I've gotten older and we have kids and, um, you know, it just becomes more fun and like um, the kids get really excited about it and we get to do Valentine's Day cards for their classmates and I had a Galentine's Day party last weekend and so our house is like overly decorated with hearts and love and balloons and so we're going to have a little family Valentine's Day party this Thursday night and it'll be super fun and cute. So I love Valentine's Day now and I have a new appreciation for love and loving myself and loving all my people. And as a matter of fact, if you guys want to, you can join me on Thursday on Valentine's Day over at my Facebook page at Coach with Angela Masenek. And I'm going to do be doing a special live on Facebook called Up Level Your Love. And um, it'll help you get in the mood for Valentine's Day and get your heart juices flowing and get your mind in a good spot so you can experience the best feeling, and that is love, on that special day. So join me over there. Okay, so this week I want to talk about not drinking is easy when you don't want to drink, right? Think about people that don't smoke cigarettes, right? People that don't smoke cigarettes have no desire to smoke cigarettes. (laughs) Like if you were to offer somebody a cigarette that didn't smoke, they'd be like, no, they don't think about smoking. They don't smoke. They don't stress out about whether they're able to smoke or not. Like none of that shit. They just, it just does not occupy their mind. So that is the same thing with alcohol. If you don't want to drink, not drinking is easy. And so the core of what I teach and help coach my clients are is reducing the desire to drink in the first place so that you can go out and be in social situations and be around your friends and or your partners who drink and it's just not a big thing okay also do you remember when you learned how to ride a bike or to swim or to hula hoop that took some practice right you didn't know how to do it you had to try over and over again committing to figure it out and your parents were probably there or some other person coaching you and making sure that you didn't give up And they would tell you to keep trying, that once you learned it, it would never have to go through this again, right? Or you had to learn something new at work, and it took a really long time. Maybe you were in a sales position, and you had to learn about the product you were selling and how it helped your customer. You had to practice, practice, practice your spiel. (laughs) You might have had a trainer or a senior, senior salesperson coaching you and giving you feedback. And you got better over time and refined your presentations. At first, you were striking out, but then after you gained some confidence and felt like you knew your shit, you started seeing the fruit of your labor, right? Learning how to reduce your desire to drink or to stop overeating is the same exact method. You have to practice and practice and practice. You have to work on it every day. You might even need a coach or someone who has done this work themselves to help you in the beginning. You have to really believe that you will get there in the end. You have to visualize the end goal and keep going. 
One day of this work or one week of this work of doing these things isn't going to get you there. It's what you do every single day, all day. It's a practice. Practice is repetition. Just like you've practiced and practiced drinking or eating every time you had an urge or a whim or a thought to do it, you have taught yourself how to do this really well, right? It's so easy for you to do them that you don't really even think about it. It's just almost like this automatic process. And so when you try to stop, it seems like you are in control and it's very difficult. So now you need to practice not doing those things if you want to reduce your desire to overdrink. You have to allow yourself to be in situations where you have the urge to drink and then don't drink. The same thing with food. Practice going to a party and not having all the snacks. Your practice of doing these things every day will eventually lead you to not wanting to overdrink or to overeat. But it's going to take work and for you to bring your behaviors up to that conscious level and consciously work on changing them. The biggest obstacle my clients face is overcoming their urge to overdrink and to overeat. I want you guys to picture yourself on a Friday night. You just got home from work. It's been a long week and you start thinking about having some wine to relax. You think, I love a glass of wine. Then you might say, no, I said I wasn't drinking tonight. And then you start to feel a little tight, a little bit uncomfortable. And then you might have more thoughts like, I need to stick to my commitments or I should be able to do this. And then you get really uncomfortable and your mind is racing about if you should or you shouldn't do it. It's been a long week and certainly one glass of wine isn't going to kill you. Sound familiar? (laughs) And you get sick of fighting with yourself. And so you pour a glass and you take a sip and you think, ah, yes. And just like magic, you feel better. Have you experienced this this before? By the way, this is exactly what happens with food. So what happened is your thought, I'd love a glass of wine. Produce that urge to drink. And always remember, our thoughts create our feelings, and our urge is just a feeling. So you felt it, and then you fought against it. You battled with yourself about it. You tried white-knuckling that urge, like resisting it, telling yourselves no, no, no. And finally, you just couldn't keep fighting, and you give and you gave in to it. We have all experienced having an urge and fighting against it and losing. (laughs) If you want to stop over drinking or overeating, you have to become really comfortable with urges. It's almost like you are willing to get into bed with them. (laughs) But I'm not joking, you guys. You have trained your brain to become really good at getting you to over drink and overeat. You have rewarded it over and over and over again in these situations. So it's going to start having a fit when you start challenging its routine. You want to allow the urge to be there without fighting it. You don't want to battle with yourself over it and say, no, we aren't doing it. We aren't going to drink or eat. First, you have to acknowledge that you're having an urge, and that takes being aware and conscious of what you are doing. If you're trying to stop over drinking and you hadn't planned to have a drink, and I recommend planning at least 24 hours in advance, and you start having thoughts about wanting a drink, And you get the urge to drink and all of this is okay. But you want to be aware that this is about to happen and be prepared to allow that urge instead of resist, avoid, distract, or give in to it. Second, you want to relax into the urge. You don't want to tighten up against it and block it. Don't hold your breath and resist. Tell yourself you can't drink or you should be able to do this. None of that stuff works. 
You want to tell yourself that you're having an urge and you're learning to process this emotion. You're having a vibration in your body and, and you've been created as a human being to handle this emotion, I promise. You're going to put your guard down and you're going to allow that urge to be there. It's so much more gentle than resisting that urge. Third, don't give in to the urge. I know this might seem obvious, but when I say allow the urge, it doesn't mean you give into it and drink or eat. Most of us don't know what this feels like. We get scared that we won't be able to handle these urges and we give up before we have really even tried. That's because you've been white knuckling and resisting the desire to drink or eat. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable and allow the urge to be there if you want to reduce your desire. This is the way to reduce your desire so that you don't want it anymore. You can resist, white knuckle, avoid, distract, eat, shop, watch TV, go for a walk, or complain to prevent yourself from drinking or eating. But it doesn't address your over-desire for the alcohol. That desire to drink will still be there if you don't allow your urges and process them through your body. I really want you guys to pay attention to me here. Your desire to drink will always be there if you don't learn how to allow your urges and process them through your body. You have to be willing to process those urges instead of resisting them. Allow that feeling in your body to be there and relax into it and process that emotion. I recommend that you practice allowing your urges and processing them as much as possible. The more you practice this, the faster you will reduce your desire to drink. Practice not drinking when you go out for dinner on a Friday or you go out with your friends. Practice not drinking on the weekends and just allowing your urges. When I started my journey to stop over drinking, I committed to going without alcohol until I got to my goal weight. And I didn't know how long that was going to take. I thought maybe it would take a few months. So I practiced allowing and processing my urges at every chance I got. I went to parties, I traveled without drinking, and every time I had the urge to drink, I would allow it to be there and process it. And it didn't take very long before I literally didn't want to drink anymore. There's also a bunch of other things I did, like manage my thoughts, and I read all the stories of people who stopped drinking and improved their lives, and I got coached, and, and some other things I'm sure you've heard me talk about. But managing the urges and allowing them was the number one thing I did to reduce my desire for in the first place. When you don't want to drink, it's easy to not drink. So now I don't drink because I literally don't want it at all. I don't have urges anymore. I have no desire to have wine or cocktails ever. And that is mind-blowing for me, you guys. That's because I was willing to feel my emotions and process the urges without resisting them and distracting myself when I got uncomfortable. I would love to help you work through your urges and set you up for success in your journey to stop over drinking or overeating. I have a free 30-minute consultation available for anybody that's interested. I'm going to include the link to schedule that consultation in my notes on my website where this podcast episode will be held at AngelaMasenic.com. So come on over there and look up this podcast episode and click that link to schedule it. So the, ep- the episode again is not drinking as easy when you don't want to drink. Find that episode, come schedule your mini consultation with me, and I'll help you learn how to manage your urges. All right, you guys have a lovely week. I love you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.